Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. It is the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. I'm coming to you live from Las Vegas, Nevada. Shout-outs to everybody listening and locked in all over North America. You could be Vegas with me. Maybe you're gambling your money away. Maybe you're gambling your life away. Maybe you buying things you got no business buying. Anyway, I'm here in the studio. I can't get in trouble in here. And I'll be rolling with you for the next three hours. This show gets started every single weeknight starting at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 Pacific. You can listen all over North America on your local CBS Sports Radio affiliate. You can lock in on the free Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y. Sirius XM Channel 158. That's how I do it when I'm in my car. Or if you got a smart speaker, all you got to do is ask it to play CBS Sports Radio. Shout outs to all the folks uh, checking me out here. I just decided to pop on a little bit of Instagram Live What's up, folks? How are y'all? I'm talking to people on the radio. I'm talking to people on Instagram. I'm just talking to people. That's that's what I do for a living is just just talk to people. And so thank you very much. You can find me online. I'm everywhere at JR Sport Brief. It's Twitter, X, Facebook, Instagram. I'm all over the damn place. And if you want to talk to me here on CBS Sports Radio, we paid our bills. The phone number works. I didn't pay the bill. They pay me, but they also pay this bill. The phone line, the phone number, 855-212-4CBS. It's 855-212-4CBS. We've done a lot of talking about the shift in coaching here in football. Pete Carroll is gone. Nick Saban is gone. Uh, Bill Belichick, he got the boot early this morning. And nothing lasts forever. And, and we've talked about that. And nobody is sticking around all the damn time. A big shout-out to Ryan Hickey for holding it down for us in New York City. And so we got so much more to do over the next couple of hours. Thank you so much to Armando Salguero for joining. You, you, you never know what will take place in that regard. And so we got more to do. I do want to spend some time talking about Nick Saban. I do want to get into what might happen with Alabama. And that there's just a lot to do. But we got we got a couple of folks who've been waiting here on the phone line. So let's go ahead and talk to them first. I want to talk about Nick Saban because there's some big ramifications that extend past Alabama. I mean, we got to start talking about what happens with some of the recruits and what happens next. But before we do any of that, hey, 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Let's go to Miami and talk to Dave. Hey, Dave, you are on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, Dave? Las Go Vegas. Wow. Yeah. I man all over the place. He got his own bus. Hey, who, sir, who, who, who has his own bus in Vegas? Not me, you right? Know, Not man. You, you, you should travel the states, man. Promote the show, man. You want you me. Right? You want me to get on a bus 
and go all across America it's a, for people to do what? Just see me in person? Like, what, what am I supposed to do? Yeah, man. Wave, wave your hand like Miss America. You want me to walk around and wave my hand like, like Miss America? Now, bro, we're from the Bronx, man. That's never going to happen. You know, just put it out there and, and then just let it go over your head. Anyway, I wanted to talk about dynasties. Um, see, dynasties, do, you know, did exist in the past. We go back all the way back to John Wooden, all his championships. But then it took another 20 years to replicate that. Same thing with Joe Torrey. He leaves New York, and what happened? And they're still trying to, trying to come back from that. You know, dynasties is possible, but I don't, I don't think they're sustainable. That's all I got, Jared. Thanks, man. Have a good night. Well, th- Enjoy your time thank you. There, well, thank you so much, Dave, for calling for my... Yeah, a dynasty is not sustainable. That's why it's a dynasty. Because it's like you're only going to have such a, a finite amount of time where you have all of this success. And so looking at someone like Bill Belichick, who coaches for 24 seasons, wicks, wins six championships, I'd venture to say nobody listening to the sound of my voice, I don't care how old you are, you will probably not experience something like that in your lifetime ever again. I mean, and we can look at other sports. Take a look at the Golden State Warriors. I can look at Steph Curry and Draymond Green, Clay Thompson. You can consider them a dynasty. That dynasty looks to be done. You could thank uh, Draymond for kicking people in the nuts. That's one of the main reasons. But the fact is, whether you happen to be the Chicago Bulls, the New York Yankees, the Golden State Warriors, you happen to be uh, the New England Patriots, nothing lasts forever. Welcome to the story of life. I think people who are alive long enough, you, you realize that, man, what you had and it was good, ain't nothing lasting forever. That's not how the world works. I'm sorry. I wish I had a better answer, but no, nothing nothing lasts forever. 855-212-4CBS. It's 855-212-4CBS. We got Dan in Wisconsin. You're on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, Dan? Hey, um, speaking of the Packer Nation, it's great being on house money. And for a lot of years, even when uh, Mike McCarthy was coach, we had the better team. And, you know, we had to have heartbreak. It's it's great being on the other end. And I don't care how it ends. Um, as a Packer fan, I am so satisfied with the season. But it's great being on the other end where we could be the spoilers, where in the past we had the heartbreak of, you know, Eli Manning coming into the Green Bay or, or Kaepernick or, or Mike uh, Vick. Yeah, it's like... You know, and and it's funny how McCarthy was part of a lot of those. So as a Packer Nation, we're hoping. Well, maybe it's a McCarthy thing. <laughs> maybe he just runs into the buzzsaw. You know, and maybe this is the year where we can be the spoiler. <laughs> you 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 got some high hopes here for the Green Bay Packers yeah. getting ready to take on Dallas. You got why do you got some high hopes? If I were a Green Bay Packers fan, I'd be happy right now with what the hell is going on. Aaron Rodgers is making all types of terrible jokes and getting cursed out by Jimmy Kimmel. And then you got a quarterback who's his first real uh, foray into the league. He's throwing 30-plus touchdowns. Like, I would be happy with where the Packers are. You got a QB. But, yeah, if you beat the Cowboys, yeah, everybody would appreciate that. But you, you got to appreciate what's taking place so far, you know? Oh, yeah, I do. And I do. I, no matter what the score is, if we lose, I'm still satisfied. It's like, like I said, we're on house money. So uh, it, it's, uh, but you know, it's it's nice being on this end and not 
and being the underdog for once. The Cowboys are better in every aspect. They're better on offense, defense, and special teams. So we are not supposed to win this game. But, oh, without, you know, without a shot of a doubt. Sunday. <laughs> but you bring up a good point, and thank you, Dan, for calling from Wisconsin. Can you imagine if the Green Bay Packers beat the Dallas Cowboys in a wild card round? First of all, Mike McCarthy is going to get the boot. Like, they're going to fire Mike McCarthy if he loses. Jerry Jones won't wait until the game is done to step out onto the field and tell him, man, you out of here. Uh, I don't know, Schottenheimer or Dan Quinn, one of these two dudes, will go ahead and, and take over. But the Packers? For the Packers to be the team, to knock out, knock out Mike McCarthy, Mike McCarthy is, is cooked. And when he stands on the sidelines, I have never seen a head coach in my life. He looks like he's sweating. It's like he, he has a feeling that Jerry Jones is going to walk behind him during the game, tap him on the shoulder, and tell him just to go out there and take a hike. And Mike McCarthy, yeah, we, we got seven, seven openings right now in the NFL, seven open positions, seven vacancies. In the league, well, look, we might have eight come Monday if Mike McCarthy loses. Uh, Jerry Jones ain't going to waste no time in getting rid of him, not by any stretch. And, you know, we spoke about Robert Kraft in the last break and why he got rid of Bill Belichick and what have you. And talking about choosing coaches, Robert Kraft isn't exactly uh, Jerry Jones. Uh, Jerry Jones might do, uh, I don't know, some old racist things from a long time ago. Robert Kraft wants to go to the massage parlor. But Robert Kraft did say what the hell he's looking for in his next head coach. Take a listen to this. You know, we're looking for someone who can help us get back to the playoffs and win. And that's, believe me, after my family, this is really one of the two most important assets in my life. And I am very upset when we don't win games, and it carries the whole week. So I promise you I'll be focused to do what what I can, the best I can do to make sure we're putting ourselves in the best long-term position to win for many years. Ryan, did this, why did he sound like that? Is he ta- did he did he just leave the massage parlor? Why he sound like that, Ryan? <laughs> he might, he might have. I mean, we know before big events that's where his his place, you know, for the pregame, if you will, is. That's that's what we call it, the pregame. That's what we call it now. Well, yeah. okay, PG, you know, family friendly. We'll, we'll call it the pregame. Not uh, a pregame. Yeah, pregame with, with Robert nerves, Kraft. You know, before the game, that you gotta make sure are not there come game time. Relief of the nerves. Yes, there we go. It makes all the sense uh, in the world. Well, he did talk about why and what he's looking forward to. And despite getting rid of Bill Belichick, Robert Kraft says he hopes that he finds a a lot of success wherever the hell he ends up. Listen to this. It'll be difficult to see him in a cutoff hoodie on the sideline, but I will always continue to wish him continued success except when he's playing our beloved Patriots. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, well, where Bill Belichick goes, I have no idea. Just go go to Los Angeles. Go coach for the Chargers. Go out there, connect with Justin Herbert. You know, there's there's so many talks and rumors. Oh, Belichick to the Falcons. Falcons to Belichick. Look, man, if Belichick coaches the Falcons, how long is he sticking around? 
And then the most important question is, who the hell is throwing the ball? It ain't going to be Desmond Ritter. It's not going to be Heineke. Who are you getting to throw the ball? Yeah, Bill Belichick had a lot of success, a crap ton of it, because of Tom Brady. But if you don't got somebody to throw the ball, you are not winning in the NFL. We are so far gone of the days of, man, you just got to have defense and you can have an okay quarterback. Like, that's over, man. If you ain't throwing the rock, if you're not moving the chains, it's not going down. I mean, we in a world right now where running backs are glorified slot receivers. Uh, you got the Alvin Kamaras, the Christian McCaffreys, who don't just double or just don't operate by running the ball. They got to catch it, too. And so, man, Bill Belichick, go see Justin Herbert. I don't know any other team that has an opening that also has a quarterback who I don't want to say has Hall of Fame potential. I think that's off on Justin Herbert. But he certainly has potential to drive you deep into the playoffs. Unfortunately for Justin Herbert, he's missed out on what a lot of dudes and teams would want. And that's a head coach who's not going to blow a game or not forget how many timeouts they have or let the clock run at the end of a game. Justin Herbert has been saddled with Anthony Lynn, who didn't know what a clock was. It looked like he tried to manage NFL games with an abacus. And then you got Staley, who was no better. Get Justin Herbert, Bill Belichick, and then let me know what happens from there. Chris is calling from Tulsa, Oklahoma. You're on CBS Sports Radio, the JR Sport Brief Show. Hey, what's up, Chris? And teams with one. And that's a head coach who's not going to blow a game or not forget how many timeouts they have or let the clock oh. run at the end of the game. Justin Herbert has been saddled with Anthony Lynn. He didn't know what a clock was. It looked like he tried to manage NFL games with an advocate. And then you got Stanley, who was no better. Oh, I, yeah, I don't. What is what is Chris doing? Hey, hey Ryan, what happened? I ended up talking to my. What, what's that guy about? Am that I a mirror? Like inception. Listening to yourself. Listening to yourself. Yeah, I don't know what that. He's in Tulsa, Oklahoma. What else could he be doing, right? Hopefully, get a better phone connection. Uh, do they got they got Wi Fi towers out in Tulsa? I believe so. I hope uh, so. They used to have Black Wall Street. They used to tearing things down. Anyway, it's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. 855-212-4CBS. That's for anybody who actually has a, a cell phone tower in their town or their neighborhood. And I'm going to get some more of your calls. We're going to talk about Nick Saban. He is gone. We'll talk about some of the dudes who will not take his job over at Alabama. And then we also got some words. Speaking of quarterbacks, I told you about Justin Herbert, right? Well, the Bears, they are a team that has been looking for a quarterback for quite some time. But are they going to keep Justin Fields? Are they going to move on? We have so much more to do. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. It is the JR Sport Brief show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. We're going to talk about Nick Saban momentarily, but before we do any of that, I got to let you know, you can stream the NFL on Westwood One for free. Sponsored by AutoZone. All season long, you can listen to every Westwood One broadcast of the NFL live on the NFL app by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports or on the Odyssey app. Get in the zone. AutoZone. AutoZone's free battery testing and charging is available for free at your local AutoZone. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Restrictions apply. 855-212-4CBS is the number. That's 855-212-4CBS. You know, we listened to one coach who decided to call it a wrap. I was not on air yesterday traveling around. I'm live from Las Vegas today. And so one of the things that I missed that I know you, Ryan, discussed is the exit of Nick Saban. And I don't want to call this uh, uh, abrupt because how abrupt can it be when you're you're now in your early 70s? It's kind of, I don't want to say ridiculous, but it was only a couple of seasons ago where they gave Nick Saban a contract that's going to take him to the year 2030. Like, what are, what are we doing? We got another Joe Paterno here. And so Nick Saban stepped down yesterday. That was a little bit more of a shock than what took place with Bill Belichick. And Nick Saban has done the media rounds and he sat down with ESPN. and He's given his explanations as to why he decided to call it a wrap. And so you know what? Let's take a listen to Nick Saban on ESPN on why he decided to retire right now. I actually thought that uh, in hiring coaches, uh, recruiting players, uh, that my age started to become a little bit of an issue. People wanted uh, assurances that I would be here for three years, five years, whatever, and that got harder and harder for me to be honest about. And to be honest, this last season uh, was grueling. Uh, It was a real grind uh, for us to come from where we started to where we got to. Uh, Took a little little more out of me than usual. And, you know, when people mentioned the health issue, it was really just the grind of, can you do this the way you want to do it? Can you do it the way you've always done it and be able to sustain it and do it for the entire season? And if I couldn't make a commitment to do that in the future, uh, the way I, I think I have to do it, um, I thought maybe this was the right time based on those two sets of circumstances uh, that um, 
like I said, there's never a good time. Uh, but I thought maybe this was the right time. Yeah, come on. Like, he, he, he explained a little bit more. NFL head coach, and he was in the NFL. Sorry, Nick Saban, he have all that much success there with the Dolphins. That was a, a disaster. But whether you're in the NFL, you're in college, early mornings, late nights. Nick Saban does have a wife. He has a family. I mean, to think about the grind that he's going through on a day-to-day basis, year-round, I'm not mad at him for calling it a wrap. And there have been rumors that, you know, maybe he's in ill health. There have been rumors. I got folks telling me from Tuscaloosa, they're like, oh, maybe his wife isn't in the best health. Maybe this is why Nick Saban decided to walk away. Maybe he just got hit with the reality that, man, I thought I was going to last until 2030? What? And he's just like, I can't do it no more. But he also clarified, I'm in good health, and that's not why I stepped away. Listen to Nick Saban. There's no illness, Miss Terry's fine. I'm fine. Um, but it was the, can you sustain the season? You know, from just a, a mental grind standpoint. Um, and I, you know, when I was young, you know, I could work till two in the morning, get up at six, and be there the next day and be full of energy and go for it. But when you get a little older, that gets a little tougher, and I'm sure a lot of people can relate to that. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you doing this at 72 and you're yelling at a bunch of teenagers? Like, who's who got the time to wake up and do that? We got people who have kids. They might have one kid. They don't want to deal with one teenager, let alone a group of 100 of them. Nick Saban's had enough. And if we look at, at college sports and college athletics, it's changed so much over the past few years. Name, image, and likeness. We got teams switching conferences. And, I mean, teams out of the, the, the Pac-12, it's now the, the Pac-2 as we got schools going into the Big Ten. Like, there's so many changes. Like, even if we take a look at, at basketball, college basketball, where's some of the legends? Where the hell is Coach K? Like, Ryan, what is Coach K? He's sitting around doing a podcast like everybody else, right? That's right, in the media now. He's sitting around in the media. You got Roy Williams is, is gone. I mean, it's just... It's it's not the same. And like I said, it's it's nice to have some new blood out here. And if you think about the season that Nick Saban had to go out, it's not like he went out on top. It's not like he left with another national championship. He got seven total, six of them coming out of playing or coaching Alabama. <coughs> Excuse me. This season, it started off like it was it was over. This season, Nick Saban had no idea who was going to be his starting quarterback. He had to go back and forth before he gave Milrow the ball at the end of the year and said, hey, man, you take us all the way. It wasn't until they beat Georgia, the Bulldogs, that they were actually in the college football playoff. Not the greatest of seasons, didn't have the greatest of starts, but how they finished is to be admired. And so Nick Saban, he also gave credit to his, uh, his players this year because he said that this year, yeah, a little, little tougher than most. I think that my role um, was a little different this year. Um, I was more involved with the defense, had to be more involved with the defense. Uh, that took a little more time, put a little more stress, you know, on me. Um, made me feel like maybe I wasn't doing as good a job as I needed to in other parts of our team. And um, I just have a high standard for how I do things. And 
if I can't, if I don't feel like I'm living up to that standard, I'm really disappointed. I wasn't disappointed in the season. I wasn't disappointed in the team. I wasn't disappointed in the players. In fact, this team was fun to coach. It was a, they came a long ways, uh, and I was really proud, you know, of the way everybody bought in and did what they did to have the success that we had. But at the same time, I felt like I could have done a better job um, if I was younger. You know what I appreciate? Somebody who knows when to, to move on. And I'm not just talking about re- retirement. I'm not talking about the end of your, your career or your job or now you need a golden parachute to move on. I appreciate anybody who has the awareness to just go, it's time for me to walk away. It was only but a couple of years ago where Nick Saban agreed to coach this damn team until 2030 for about $12.5 million for almost the next decade. Like, let's let's think about that. But he decided to walk away. Like, how much more damn money does Nick Saban need? Are he going to buy an extra boat? Or is he going to travel the world? Is he building a spaceship? I think he is set for the rest of his life. And I think his family, his generations are going to be set forever for a very, very long time. And so I give Nick Saban credit for walking away. But this does have major implications for Alabama. Who the hell is going to be the next coach? I mean, every single season, you're expecting Alabama to come out of the SEC, stomp on some other teams' heads. You expect them to have the best recruits. We already seen or have seen a couple of recruits decide to leave, and that's what happens. A lot of cases, the recruits out of high school, they ain't showing up because they love the school, they love the campus. They're showing up because of the commitment that they got from that head coach. We've seen this a lot already with Deion Sanders. Why the hell were so many recruits saying, I'm going to Boulder, Colorado? I don't think they were going to freeze their ass off. I think they were going so they could actually be amongst one of the greatest football players of all time. Part of Nick Saban's job isn't just to coach the football players. It's to actually make money for the program. And we see this. College football coach might as well be the CEO of the entire program because it's his job to help make money. And in most cases, the football programs, man, they finance so much other crap. My apologies to rowing and swimming, my bad. But they finance a lot of the other athletic programs and whatever the hell else is going on. And so in Nick Saban, this isn't just a loss from a football perspective. Alabama, they could be losing some bread. Alabama might not necessarily get the same matchups on television. And you know what? Let's also keep in mind, Alabama wasn't always sitting on top of the world. Shout-outs to uh, Brandy and Mace. There was a point in time where nobody was thinking about Alabama. I mean, if you think about the most successful coaches in Alabama history, you got to think about Bear Bryant, and that's in the 60s and 70s, and you got to go to now and what we've seen with Nick Saban. And so what comes next for Alabama? I can tell you this much. It ain't going to be what they got since this dude took over. And it was a point in time, ironically, when Nick Saban took this job to coach Alabama, he was swearing up and down to everybody. When he was still coaching the Miami Dolphins, that he wasn't going to leave. That Nick Saban wasn't going to leave the NFL, that he was going to stick around with the Dolphins, that he was not going nowhere. And what happens? He moves back into college And he has some of the biggest successes. He is the most successful coach that we have seen here over the past 
five years. So, yeah, I guess he lied when he was with the Dolphins, but I don't think you want to take away anything that he's done over the last 20, 25 years. Shout-outs to Nick Saban on his way up on out the door. And, uh, Ryan, what you think Nick Saban is going to do now? Are you going to sit at home with his grandkids or we got to look at him on TV? Like, what you think is next for Nick Saban? Zero percent chance he's sitting on the dock and driving the boat the rest of his life. I would say TV in all reality. My hope is that he's like create this position, college football president, run the sport. They need him. He needs them. Perfect marriage. College foot. So what would he work for the NCAA? Like what? What would the college football president do? Get the sport under wraps. Let's get rules that everyone can agree on. Let's get everyone on a level playing field. I mean, just get some, you know, basically be Roger Goodell. Has he worked for the NCAA? I guess maybe. Um, that, you know, maybe not. Be, you know, that's you know what you are. That's what the NCAA needs. Someone who knows what they're talking about and knows what they're doing. That's, I think that, you know, he himself could save that entire organization right now that's frankly on its last limb. Everybody hates Roger Goodell and he makes $60 million a year. So, hey, I wouldn't be mad at Nick Saban if he wanted to be hated and make 60. Why not? But, We'll see what happens. He he got options, and that's that's what happens when you have success. You you got options. Shout-outs to uh, Nick Saban for walking away. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. You know who else has options? The Chicago Bears got options. What the hell do they do next with Justin Fields? Their general manager, Ryan Pohl, spoke. We'll hear what he had to say on the other side of the break. And speaking of options, we're going to talk about some of the uh, the coaching options for Alabama as they move forward. We've already had a coach say, I ain't leaving, so don't worry about me. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medella is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medella is your reward. Medella, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. It's the JR Sport Brief show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. You can tell, I'm the man, I'm the man, I'm the man. Well, how about that? Nick Saban was the man, and Bill Belichick was the man, and Pete Carroll was the man, and now they're, they're, they're all retired. Now, now that no, not retired. Bill Belichick still wants to coach. Uh, we know that Pete Carroll is going to be an advisor. I wonder how long that is going to last. 
And I think the one dude that we will see or we won't see back on the sidelines would happen to be Nick Saban. And so what happens next at Alabama? I mean, some of the names have already been thrown around as to, you know, who will go ahead and take over. Some of these individuals have a history with Alabama. It feels like every big assistant at some point in time has passed through Tuscaloosa. I mean, we can look at someone like Kirby Smart. How about this? You got to go all the way out west. You think about somebody like Dan Lanning out in Oregon. I mean, there was a point in time where he was on the staff there for Nick Saban. I want to say back in like 2015. And so all the success that he's had with with Oregon and the Ducks, and we got to see what happens in the future with Bo Nix. But the fact is, is he going to go to Alabama? Well, he didn't waste any time by letting everybody know, in particular, his own athletes, Dan Lanning, went on IG and social media, and the Ducks made it clear he's not going anywhere. Listen to his announcement. Who has goals and aspirations? Raise your hand up. All right, everybody got goals and aspirations. You know how you get those? You be the best where you're at. If that's how you reach goals and aspirations, that's how great things happen. It's not about worrying about the next thing. It's about worrying what's right in front of you, six inches right in front of your face. I want to remind you guys what that means. You guys that just got here don't know them, right? But it means something to be an Oregon Duck. Everybody makes... What? They all, they all make commitments to things that they're going to do. A lot of starters, the world doesn't have a lot of what? Finishers. We're finishers. I want to be here in Eugene for as long as Eugene will have me. This place has everything that I could possibly ever want. There's a little bit of a problem in society today with people looking for what's next and where, where there's an opportunity. And the reality is, you know, the grass is not always greener. In fact, the grass is damn green in Eugene. Damn. I guess... I guess if you make that announcement with Ice Cube playing in the back, it makes it even makes it even more official. Shout outs to Dan Lanning. Somebody else who's been through Alabama as their offensive coordinator is Lane Kiffin. And we know right now Lane Kiffin is running the show out at Ole Miss. And then we got some words, a little bit of advice. How about Greg McElroy? He says Lane Kiffin. He says he ain't he ain't going to Alabama. This is what he had to tell the good old folks at ninety four five Jocks FM. Y'all, Kiffin ain't, he ain't an option. I'm just going to tell you right now. Um, let's just get out in front of it and just stop. It ain't happening. They burned too many bridges in Tuscaloosa. I know he scored a lot of points. Uh, it ain't happening. So it's – Lane Kiffin is out. Out. Not an option. Will not have his name vetted. Not an option. So you can remove him. Uh, I think Norvell is a very real possibility. Um, and then I wouldn't sleep on some of the other guys that have been mentioned as well, whether it be some combination of Kayla DeBoer, Marcus Freeman. Listen, folks, I've already got my friends down in Tallahassee. They have reached out. They don't hit me up. And they're just like, oh, no, nah, how, how is this going to be the case? And I know in a lot of spaces, people take a look at the the ACC and then they just say to themselves, oh, we're not the SEC. And then you would have somebody like like Mike Norvell decide to leave. I have no idea who the next head coach is for Alabama. I don't know who would be the best candidate. I don't, to be honest, yeah, and I get paid to have an opinion, but Nick Saban leaves behind such a a, a shadow that you're going to be hard-pressed. Whoever comes through, ain't necessarily filling his shoes, not by any stretch of the imagination. What you had with Nick Saban was special. I mean, we can think about the gap between Bear Bryant and six championships and then what we got 
out of Nick Saban, that's that's once in a lifetime. And that's not to say Alabama's going to fall into the toilet. That will not be the case. They're still going to go out there and be competitive. But we've seen over the past few years, even with Nick Saban, you've had other teams catch up. The Georgia Bulldogs have finally put in their two cents, and they've had success. And so I want to say the playing field has been has been leveled just a little bit. And with Nick Saban gone, I expect things to, to remain a status quo. Alabama will still be out there uh, competing for national championships, but they're no longer the super top dog at the top of the heat. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Uh, Brian is calling from Alabama. You're on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, Brian? Hey, JR. Thanks for taking my call. You sure are being hard on Alabama. I want to start this off by we did win a national championship with Stallings. If you can remember, we took down a 14-point favorite. Miami with the best play I never even saw when they stole the candy from the baby. Teague did that or whoever did it. And Copeland and Curry destroyed Miami's best of the best. So you're hard on the coach. Now, yes, we're lucky. Well, to well, hold, well hold, on, oh, hold on. Hold on, Brian. Please tell me. You, you said I'm, I'm hard on Alabama. And then you said I've been hard on the coach. So explain. What what did I say specifically that leads you now, to say such a thing? Let's go back to the bear. He last had championship in 78, 79, and he coached in 1983. So I'm not correcting it. I'm just saying. No, I didn't ask we, you that. No, no, I didn't we, ask you that. I asked wait, you. No, hold on. You said that I've been hard on Alabama and that I've been hard on the coach. I'm not asking you about the history of who won what in six championships here and six championships there. I'm not asking you that. I'm asking you what I've said that leads you to say what you said. Well, you said that they almost did nothing between the Bear and Nick Saban, but we did. We won a championship. No. What I what I said is no. What I said is is that when you have the success that they had, to have one guy who's won six championships and another guy who wins six championships, it's hard to go out there and put together that stretch of success. That's what I said. Oh, I agree with you completely, one hundred percent. Yes, but I do want all your listeners to know. Go back in time. We're from Alabama, and we bleed crimson all the way back to the red sticks and white sticks that Andrew Jackson tried to wipe out, and back to the days when we took down Hernando DeStoto and all his men with sticks. Bring a big stick if you want to take on the tide. Okay, I didn't know if we were getting ready for war or we are getting ready to play football. Oh, my God. Please do do me a favor. What what is what does that have to do with anything? Uh, is Alabama is every human being in the in the state going to go play for the Crimson Tide? Now I get homerism. I get that. Sometimes you got to come to reality. Like Alabama is not what it used to be. Even with Nick Saban there, I, I just explained that. I mean that's a prime example of you know people here. In most cases, they only hear what they want to hear. You tell me in any other case in time in Alabama's history, I ain't talking about the state, I ain't talking about wars or Spain, I ain't talking about none of that crap. I'm talking about football. You tell me, besides the two dudes that I mentioned in Bear Bryant and also taking a look here at Nick Saban, 
you tell me when they had the biggest successes. It's been those two dudes. It's flat and it's period. That's not to discount any of the other championships. But if you got to take a look at some of the other coaches that come by, things have not been all, all glamorous throughout the course of their history. And so when you were walking away or when one of the biggest coaches and names is walking away, I'm supposed to believe that, that things are going to get better? Do, do we got to take a walk through history here just in, in, in sports in general? You want to go through some dynasties? Like when the main dudes walk away, it's over. Like we're staring one of those in the face right now with the Golden State Warriors. Like they legitimately might have to have a conversation with Steph Curry and say, hey, man, we suck right now. We don't think we're going to win or compete. Do you want to stay? Do you want to leave? Like those are the conversations to be had. I mean, you think about the, the New York Yankees and their dynasty. Man, yeah, they, they've always won games. But when they were really winning in the late 90s, or early 2000s, you get to a point where it's just like, okay, now it's over. And now here we are in 2023, 2024. Yankee fans haven't seen a championship since 2009. And it's almost like it's their birthright. Nothing lasts forever. If that was the case, then Alabama would just automatically be getting championships every single year. That's, that's not the way the world works. You got to have ups. You got to have downs. It's, it's all about balance. We talked to uh, earlier on in the show, Armando Saguero. Man, we talked about the Rams. I'm surprised the Rams, who just won a championship a couple of seasons ago, they sold their souls to bring in all these talents and all these players to do so. They basically had to start from scratch. We got conversations as to whether or not Sean McVay is going to stick around as their head coach, and here they are back in the postseason with 10 victories, and that, that reset that they were having, it seemed shorter than anything that we thought. Nobody sits on top forever. I mean, we know who the premier teams and leagues and franchises are here in North America. You could talk about the Alabamas and the Yankees of the world, the Lakers, the Celtics, the Dot. Like, we know the premier sports brands. We know the teams that people gravitate towards the ones that have had success. Nobody does it, and nobody wins every single year. It don't happen that way. Sometimes you got to appreciate what you got. Don't be so damn defensive next time. Hey, Ryan, what, what are your thoughts? Alabama's come back to earth just a little bit over the past couple of seasons. I expect them to kind of do the same into the future. They'll be good, but they're not going to be steamrolling everybody every year. I'm with you 100%. Dynasty is dead. I mean, I would argue we may never see another dynasty in college football again with the new rules, but definitely Alabama's dynasty is dead because no one is coming in, no matter what coach you hire. Pick your, pick whatever one you want. No one's coming in and picking up where Nick Saban left off because no other coach has been able to accomplish the level of success for the amount of time he's been able to do it in the history of the sport. It's not going to happen. It's tough doing, man. This goes to uh, recruiting. This goes to filling out the rest of, of his coaching staff. I don't care who comes in. Like Nick Saban, man, he could just say, hey, uh, Bill O'Brien, what you doing? Oh, you suck in Houston. They hate your guts. Hey, come on out here. Yeah, maybe you can't run a franchise in the NFL, but you can certainly come this way and help me run an offense here in college. And this, this is these are accomplished dudes. And so whether or not you go on to continue to coach and in college, 
Whether you go on to the NFL, like Nick Saban went to the NFL and it worked out for them, for him, you know, in Miami. Coaching is going to be difficult, not going to be the same. Bringing in recruits is not going to be the same. It's going to be even more difficult now with the transfer portal. And Nick Saban made it very clear. Like one of the reasons that I'm leaving, let's let's put this to bed. It's not because I didn't want to deal with the changing landscape of college football. Because if I got to think about what took place in college basketball, Bayheim, Williams, Shashevsky, a lot of it took place when the players had a little bit more power and a little bit more say-so in what they did with their careers. And Nick Saban wanted to make it very clear, name, image, and likeness and player empowerment did not run me out of the building. He wanted to make that point very, very clear. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Let me make it clear to you, I'm going to be back on the other side of the break. And we're going to discuss quarterbacks, the guys who actually play on the field, not the ones that are coached. We don't know what the hell is going on with the quarterback situation in Chicago. And then out in Austin, in Texas, I think they know what's going on with their quarterback situation. It makes me think about what's going to happen to Arch Manning. It's the JR Sport Free Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.